three, four, five, six, six, seven. Yep. Okay. Great. Yes. Yep. So, should we get right into it? Or yeah, what? let's just get into it. So you wanted to, you had a thing that you wanted to do, right? Oh, the the, the swimming pool story. Yeah, sure. swimming yeah. pool story. Okay. All right. Are you ready? We're ready. We'll do another countdown, and I'm going to do my clap at the end because it, it creates a nice big waveform for me to look for. All right. Oh, okay. That's smart. Three, two, one. Finally, something useful for the clap. Anyway, um, a few weeks ago, Daniel. Yes. It was, it was still summertime. School has started here now, as I'm sure it has there. So it was middle yep. of August. Yep. Yeah, it starts and, earlier there. Well, yeah, it does start just a little bit earlier here. But but this this is what I'm talking about. So a few weeks ago, we're trying to get some last minute uh, city pool time in before they close down. Okay. And so Dylan and I, we took the girls like every day that they were here for like three or four days that week. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it was the second time we went there was this little girl who was there with her grandma and I didn't know these people. I'd never seen them before, which is kind of uncommon around here. Right. Like, I don't, I don't often know names, but I, I at least somewhat know who they are that I've seen them. Mm-hmm. And this little girl was about Angela's age. Angela's my oldest. She's seven. And she kind of attached on to Angela. Um, one of those like very like, kids that just talks a lot so she starts calling her snowflake and i didn't really quite understand that but i was like whatever and dylan and i are in the pool with the girls just playing with them um so that they don't have to stay in the kiddie pool area you know take them to the deeper parts right and it was all good you know we had a pretty good time and we leave after a couple of hours and the next day we come back and that little girl and her grandma or that they show up again and little girl jumps in the pool and she's like, hey, snowflake. And then she looks at her and she's like, oh, unicorn. And then it dawned on me she was calling her by what earrings she was wearing. Oh, so, okay. Yes. Yeah. So like the day before Angela had been wearing, I thought they were flowers, but maybe they were snowflakes. I don't know. But anyway, she'd put unicorn earrings on this morning. So so I caught on. Anyway, we're just mm-hmm. like, it's, uh, you know, me and Dylan playing with all three of the girls. And... Uh, that girl gets out and goes to, I don't know, get a drink of water or a snack or something. And she comes back and gets in the pool and she asks Angela, she said, my grandma wants to know if you're adopted. And Angela kind of looked at me and oh, I was like, I was like, I was like, uh, not that it matters, but yeah, they're all adopted. And I'm like, whatever. That's weird. I'm like, right. Kid, you know, kids say the damnedest things. Right. Yeah. But, but you know, like everybody in town, knows and if you don't know why would you why would you think that right so uh, like I, I look over at dylan and i'm like why i was like that that was weird i'm like why would she ask if we're adopted and like he had this and then i like then it hit me and i'm like wait a minute you don't think and he's like yeah like i think her grandma thought dylan and i were like a couple <laughs> with <laughs> with these two Three girls. 
That's the only thing that makes any sense. And Dylan came to that realization a split second before I did. And that's that's just the story I wanted to tell, Daniel. I don't know. I didn't know really how to say it. I didn't want to like put it on Facebook locally in case in case they were local people and I didn't right. want to embarrass them. So I thought to myself, where can I tell this story? And suddenly I thought, of, of course, course, we have a podcast. Indeed. So if you ever adopt children. Sorry, I, you needed to make some time for the theme song. Yes. It changes. we don't have yet. Week to week. Thanks to... Thanks to my partner slash son. Yes, he's supposed to be making us a theme song. <laughs> so isn't that isn't that a strange thing though? Like I could under I just why would like I don't think her grandma intended for that girl to come and ask. She was probably like, I wonder if those kids are adopted. And the girl was like, Hmm, I'll go find out. Well, kids will ask anything. They will. I'm sure the grandmother wasn't like, go ask them this. The, no, no, she know. couldn't have been. Yeah. Because usually but, Quinn will, uh, you know, ask people or tell people things that we do not want her to say to those people. Yes. I yeah. think all children do that, I suppose. Yeah. So, anyway, if you adopt children, don't be caught in a swimming pool with... Well, I guess it doesn't really matter if you don't care. I just, It was... Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Hey, whatever. So it made me think of a funny, like a. So I have a a little sister named Lacey who's like eighteen years younger than me. Yes. And when I moved to Montana, back to Montana in nineteen ninety six, my mom was pregnant with her, and my mom looked pretty young back then still, and people in the community didn't know me, so there were a lot of people that thought that that we were a couple and that right. Lacey was my daughter. So like I can, I get it. I can see it. It just really caught me off guard. And then the realization that, wait a minute, maybe she thinks that Dylan and I are a couple, which was only shocking because he's my kid, not because any other reason. <laughs> no, <funny>. right. <laughs> Cause you know, this isn't game of Thrones. So <laughs> no yet yet could be someday. So, how have you been, Daniel? Uh, good, good. Speaking of adoption, though. Um, yeah. We're adopting a puppy. Nice. What kind of puppy? How old? She is a 10-week-old Bigador. Do you know what a Bigador is? I'm going to guess a Beagle and Labrador mix. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty nice. good guess there. I don't know how you did that, but you did it. Yeah. Um, she's adorable. Her name right now is Trudy, but we're going to rename her Tilly, which is close enough to Trudy. Um, is it? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah, Trudy, Tilly. They both have the T, and they both have E at the end. So, you know, if they she do, started right. to learn Trudy, then it should be hopefully an easy transition to Tilly. So I think it'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I saw a picture. Spoiler alert: She's very cute. Yeah, she's got white yeah. with like brown spots and brown around one eye and white around the other eye. Yep. Did uh, the adoption agency make you bring Bogey with you so to see how well they got along? No, 
No, they didn't. They, I, they did make us send a bunch of pictures, and we had to get Bogey's records from the vet to send to them. We had to get four references from people that recommend us as dog owners. Um, yep. Yeah, it's crazy. And Bogey was in some of the house pictures, so. Uh, so yeah. they're aware it's not a, it's not a secret no they know he's exists so when do you get to to bring uh tilly trudy home i don't know yet uh she's with a foster lady right now um who was at the event that we went to so we met her but and i think she lives in the town right next to us that i grew up in um but uh, from conversation, I feel like that's what she said. But uh, I, 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 she's supposed to reach out to me, I guess, to arrange a time to pick her up. So I don't know when that's going to happen. She hasn't called me. But yet. you've been fully, you've been, you've been approved. We have been fully approved by the adoption agency. I don't know why she wouldn't have just given her to you then. That makes no sense to me. But that's okay. It we doesn't were, need to make sense to me. We hadn't been fully approved yet. Oh, so you got you, like it got finalized after you had left the event. Yeah. Just, so the event was okay Sunday. Oh, Sunday, okay. and today we got approved. So. Yeah, because they probably didn't work yesterday to check references because it was Labor Day. Well, they checked references on Sunday. <laughs> they called people. On nobody Sunday. called me. They only needed to call three people, and we gave them five people. You were the fifth one, so. And I, <laughs> as 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 I guess, probably at this point in your life, your best friend. I I I'm offended that I was not put on the list of references to. I said you were the fifth one. You, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. You, I and I even listed you as maybe kind of sort of my best friend. That makes sense. I never would have answered the phone anyway, so it's probably for the best. <laughs> I know. You, you never do. So. <laughs> tell, tell them they need to send me a text message. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're, we're excited. Quinn's very excited because uh, she wants this to be her dog, you know? Yeah, how's that going to work? Is that going to be... <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. We'll see how that works. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know... It's gonna you gotta, be. You gotta let her try. Oh yeah, definitely. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, at first we're crate training, so she's gonna be sleeping in the crate. She's used to being in a crate, so she's not sleeping with Quinn. But eventually, Quinn wants her to sleep with her. Which yeah. What um, what do you guys do with your dogs when you go to work in the day? Do you leave them in crates, or can they go outside? What if it gets cold? Um, they, yeah, bogey's in a crate while we're at work, but, um, my mother-in-law takes him out. Oh, I forgot that she's still with you guys, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're gonna get, we're gonna, she, she doesn't always take him out. So, you know, there are days that he's in there the whole time we're at work, but he's, he's good. He doesn't. I mean, I've been here with him on the days that I work from home. All he does is just sleep under the blanket all day anyway. So it's not like he does anything differently. 
Um, but we are, because Tilly's a puppy, we're going to have a dog walker come take her. Oh, nice. For a little while, at, at least, until she gets more comfortable. Eventually, I'd like to not have them in the crates when we're gone. So. Yeah. Yeah. Bogey just has not really earned that because he gets into trouble when we're not here. He chews stuff up and pees on things? Yes. Exactly. <clears throat> that's why so. I keep Dylan in a crate when I'm not here also. Yeah. That's smart. I mean, yeah. that's what we do with Clint, too. Yeah, yeah, you got that new rug. That's how we're able to go on so many dates. We just put her in the crate. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's nice. Yep. You could use the mother-in-law, but the crate works pretty well also. Oh, that's smart thinking. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this is this is working, so you don't want to you don't want to, you know, break something that's already working. Right. It's true. Yeah. Why why fix it? It's not broken. I agree. So, um, that's exciting. I'm, I'm very happy for you. I'd love to get a dog, but I have to buy a house first, which won't happen until at least next summer. Mm. You were saying uh, you want a mini Yorkie? I do. Want a, I've always wanted a mini Yorkie. And in my previous home, we had two pretty good size aggressive dogs, so I never... I mean, it's... Um, not something that I just seemed would be I thought would be a good idea. Plus the kids were still pretty young and they're yeah. they're pretty fragile. You know what I mean? Kids. Yes. But yeah. I dated a girl a few years back. Well it's been several years now. Jeez. And she had a uh Yorkie. And I I just love the crap out of that dog. So I do want one. They're expensive and I need yeah. a place to call home before I get one. But Someday I'll have one, Daniel. Someday. Someday. Um, Big fat man, tiny dog. Yeah, I mean, I like small dogs. She's not going to be a super small dog. You know, she's got that Labrador mix, and it seems like the size is closer to Labrador than Beagle. So, or at least Big Beagle and Small Labrador is kind of what her size will be. So... She's going to be bigger than Bogey. So we got to. Oh, know, for sure. <clears throat> hopefully. I mean, she's she's already bigger than him. Um, so hopefully they get along. But he does well. He goes to a, a camp, you know, and overnight when we go places. And he loves it there. And there's big dogs. And he apparently holds his own just fine with them. He'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be fine. Exciting. Well, I I look forward to hearing the tales of the new Jones family member. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what else? Oh, oh, I uh, I did oh. something cool this weekend. You did? What'd you do? I I think you saw it. I went axe oh, yeah. throwing. I did see that. Yes. Yeah. There's an. Uh, yeah, I wanted. Go ahead. There's an axe throwing place near here that has. So you walk in and you sign a waiver and you get um, a wristband and you can. There's a bar. You can get alcohol. Um, Naturally. They don't serve food, but they have a 
you know, they have a agreement with the local pizza place that they'll just deliver right to them and you just pay for your pizza and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, so, so yeah, so we did, we went there and we had a couple beers and <clears throat> we threw axes for an hour. It's fun. Fun. Yeah. Do yeah. they have other stuff besides axe throwing? Like there's a place around here that has like axe throwing and um, batting cages and I think even bowling. It's just like a whole little fun center. See, I kind of wish they did, but no, this was just axe throwing. And it was cool. I mean, and and like they take it seriously that you go in there and they are very serious about safety and um, they have a What's, coach teach you and show you how to do everything. Um which makes sense because they serve alcohol. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It was cool. Uh, Cole, it was Coley's idea. She just she wanted to go axe throwing. I was like, okay. I'm I like sure. it. Yeah. Yeah, that looked like a good time. I've always wanted to do that. Have you ever been to like a rage room? You know what that is? No. What is that? Yeah. Sure. I want to do that. There's one in, in Great Falls, which is like 60 miles from here. Yeah. And really... You just go in there and you break shit. I was like, going to say. People donate. This, yeah. People I could donate their old like monitors and mm-hmm. appliances and you just let out a bunch of aggression and you just break shit. That's Fax machine from office space. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I think of every time I see the commercial is office space. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I think of. Um, um, wow. I could have used that. Right before the show started, when my audio wasn't working. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So I got to do that one of these days. And the kids really like going to the trampoline parks, which are pretty cool. Uh, they There's sure one kind of ghetto one in Gray Falls. Yeah. But if you go to a little further to Helena, they got like a super nice one. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So that's fun. I am going to get out and about and do more things than I used to. Just because I can. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff is fun. Yeah, it is fun. F- stuff is fun. Doing stuff is fun. Quinn went on a jet ski over the summer with her friend um, at her friend's uh, grandmother's house on a lake. Um, she went and spent the day there with, with her friend and they had a jet ski, and her friend's dad took her out on the jet ski for a couple spins. She said she loved it. I've never been on a jet ski, but I've always wanted to. Really? Yeah, never been on a jet ski. Even I've been on a jet ski. Well, Jeez. I know. You're cooler than I am. Um, it didn't end well, Daniel. It oh, no. Well. <laughs> what do you mean? Now you have to tell this story oh god glad dylan's not here so me and dylan's mom like i've always been kind of terrified of the water especially like lake water right i can't see i me too and but i know that you you are especially yeah she loved it so i kind of got used to floating down the river as long as i had like three inner tubes Uh yeah life in a life jacket yeah Anyway, we were out at one of her friends' house on the lake, and they had jet skis. And she and I went out on the jet ski, and she was driving. 
and I don't really know what happened, but it started sinking the jet ski. <laughs> oh no! And I like went into full on fucking panic mode. <laughs> and like she had to like drag me in while trying to drag the jet ski in at the same time. Somebody came out and helped. Like, yeah, you know, it probably didn't take very long. <laughs> but yeah, here I was, this this nineteen year old girl dragging. I mean, I wasn't much older, but. Wow. That wasn't really super, super big back then, but still this much bigger dude in, and I'm screaming like a, I don't know. I don't want to insult little girls. So I'm not going to say little girl. I'm just like in fetal mode, man. Like I couldn't <laughs> even move. I was so scared. <laughs> I'm just picturing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So there's been a handful of times I've been at the lake or whatever and people are like, Hey, you want to ride the jet ski? And I'm like, Nope. Yeah. I do not at all. Okay, I kind of understand. I get it. I I still want to. I still really do. Wave Race 64 is one of now. my favorite games of all time. And ever since I played that back in 1997, I've been a huge... I've always had a huge uh, desire to, to go on a jet ski. I'd probably do it now. Yeah. Like... That I know I wouldn't be drunk and I'd be more aware. And it's not like I can't, like, I can't, you know, I'm no Michael Phelps, but I can swim well enough to stay alive. Yeah. So I don't really even understand why I'm like so afraid. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. It's a thing. I'm afraid of the dark water too. We used to go to the lake all the time. Every summer, almost every weekend we would go to this lake. My parents, um, when I was two, we moved away from this house, but they had a house on this lake for several years before I was born, um, and before we moved, um, and we would go back to visit her, my, my mom's friend who still lived on the lake and we could use their beach. Um, so we would go every weekend in the summer. And they had one of those rafts out in the middle, you know, um, the docks or whatever they call them. I don't know. They call them dock or raft. Yeah. And we'd swim out to it. And my older brothers and cousins would swim out to it. And my my um, mom's friend's sons would swim out to it. And I was the youngest and I was always just terrified to swim out to it. But eventually I did it and I got used to it and I was good and... And then I got older, and now you would not see me swimming out to that freaking thing anymore. Nope. <laughs> it's just not happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, when we, we okay. stayed in, in Maine, it was the same thing. It was the ocean, but it was there was this bay with a s- small little rocky beach that was just private to the, uh, the community we were, we were staying in. And um, they... The water out uh, was not that deep, but it was deep enough that there was that you couldn't see the bottom, and you they had a they had a a raft out there that people would s- swim out to and jump off. And Quinn really wanted to go out there with me, and I was like, um, no, I'm good, I'm good. I mean, also when she was asking me that, that we had heard reports of sharks in in the general vicinity. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to stay near the shore. Thanks. 
Yes. Yes. So you need a bigger boat. Yeah. I went um I went whitewater rafting last summer, which was huge for me. Like Yeah. Because that's terrifying. I did that once when I was a little kid. This was long before the jet ski accident. Yeah. And I got flung out of the boat and um it was terrifying. I will say the rapids we went down in Glacier Park were mm. not that terrifying. It was actually fun. Yeah. And um, they were pretty good about, like, the guide was pretty good about all the safety stuff. Like, we spent a lot of time going over that. So I felt pretty comfortable. But still, I was in a raft. And in rafts, you have to sit on the edge. You can't sit. Yeah. Do you remember that? You don't sit in the when, middle. When you, uh, you remember when you came to Montana? Yeah. And we went and rode that boat, and I, like, refused to sit on the edge. I don't know if I, like, made, it, made a big deal out of that, but I don't, and I don't know if you remember, but I sat, like, right in the middle yeah. of the boat, and I did not move. I was terrified the entire time we were doing that, but I was trying not, trying not oh, no. to let anybody know that. It was the pontoon yeah. boat, too, wasn't it? It wasn't, yeah. like, a yeah. boat or anything. <laughs> yeah, no, it was completely safe. <laughs> It was just like a little pontoon party boat. Like, if, even if it would have sunk, it would have taken like hours and somebody <laughs> could have came and got us. Yeah, I do remember that. You had Hershey yeah. with you, right? Wasn't Hershey on it? Yeah. I know yeah. Buddy was. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. Um, I like boats. Like, bigger boats I'm pretty comfortable on. So, I yeah. don't know. I'm I just don't know. Weird, I guess. I, uh,. Another thing I wanted to talk about was that Quinn and I went camping. We did our annual camping trip. And um, since our last show, right? I didn't talk yes. about this on the last episode. Okay. No, you were, you were gearing up to go the last time. I yeah. don't know if it was on the show, but you and I talked about it. Right. And um, so we went to this campground, and there's a lake at the campground. It's not a huge lake at all. It's... It's more of a pond, a very large pond. And um, we bring a kayak. We have two kayaks. We have a small one for Quinn and and a big one for me. But we only brought the big one. Well, me and Coley. Um, But we only brought the big one. And because I didn't, I would have had to put hers inside the car and I didn't have room for hers. Um, But it turns out they i forgot they have free for use um kayaks there at the beach there so worked because they had exactly her kayak um at the beach that she could just use and she she had previously been of really afraid of the water and she still is i think um of like the the dark water so the first time i took her out on the kayak i had her go on her own um, and she just flipped. But this time she took their kayak out and she did really well. She she went around in the deep parts of the lake for a bit and that was fun. It was good. But when we went last time, we had a last year, we had a little like we had a tent spot right by the water. So we could just go we could just park our kayak right there and take it out right from our campsite. But we couldn't do that this time. Our campsite was out in the woods. So we had to drive the kayak down to a spot on the water. And then I 
drove the car back up and then we walked back down to the to the um to the campsite to the to the water um to where the where we left the kayak so we found this spot that was like a, a public because uh, there's a bunch of um uh, trailers rvs um all yeah. around the lake that uh, there's a couple of tent spots on around the lake but not many it's mostly rvs that are parked there pretty much year round i think these people don't move like these are these are planted in place and pe- this is just people's summer homes um so there was this guy right there and i asked him you know i was like is this is this a public spot for f- to to um go in and he's like yeah it's it's, it's public but you know it it's not really you're going to have some trouble getting in the water from there because the water level was so low so that there's a there was a dock but the dock was just sticking out of the the dock was beached because it, the water level was so low so i was like oh n- no big deal you know we'll just walk it in it's fine um he's like okay <laughs> like i don't know why he's acting like this but whatever so, so then I just grab the kayak. It's a heavy kayak, you know, and I'm carrying it and I'm, uh, getting it into the water. And then I step into, there's mud and I just figure out oh, it's just mud. Step into the mud and no joke. I suddenly sank down to my knee in mud oh. and I'm wearing like, water shoes and Quinn's with me. So I'm trying to figure out like, what do I, what do I do right now? And the guy's just like, you need help. I was like, Nope, I got this. I got this. So I like lifted my feet out of the mud, took my water shoes off. They're just they're They just look like balls of mud. So I, I put, I put them on top of the kayak and then <clears throat> I just keep, trudging through this mud to get the kayak out out far enough that it won't just sink into the mud you know and so i go out there and i get it and and then i'm like oh right i need to somehow get the kid onto this kayak so so then it was up to her i was like okay you need to just toss me your water shoes so she gave me her water shoes and then she did it. She just climbed through this mud that was like up to her waist and uh, she made it to the kayak. <laughs> and, then, nice. and then we're just sitting on the kayak, completely covered uh-huh. in mud. And I was like, well, we'll rinse off when we get over to the beach. We were So we were kayaking to the public beach to swim. And so anyway, it was fun. That's funny. Yep. Good times. Those are memories that will last forever, Daniel. Yep. And then the that night, right? We're having a fire, yeah. and I look. I hear like a rustling in the woods, and we had seen like little um, uh, field mice just coming and like trying to get our food, like crumbs and stuff. Yeah. And that that was doesn't bother me at all. But then I am sitting. At the fire, fire's starting to burn out. Quinn's tired. She wants to go to bed. I'm like, 
just waiting for the fire to burn out completely. And there's the woods are about five feet to my left. And it's pitch black, except for the fire. And I've got this flashlight, super powerful flashlight. You can see the moon with it. Um, and you don't need a you don't need a flashlight to see the moon. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> the, but what I mean is the light reflects off the moon, and the light oh. you were seeing on the moon that night was actually from my flashlight. You're welcome. That makes sense. Yeah. Make, yeah. Thank you. So, so then I shine the flashlight into this rustling I hear in the woods. Five feet to my left, and I see a skunk. And I was like, oh, you know, if it was a bear or a snake or a raccoon, I would know what to do. But a skunk? <laughs> like, I, yeah. just, I, just, I just booked it across the campsite to these people across the way that where they were camping. I was just like ran all the way to their fire. I was like, I'm sorry, but there's a skunk over there. What did they say? Meanwhile, Quinn came too, but I could have cared less. (laughs) (laughs) I did not grab her. I did not. I, none of my parental uh, instincts kicked in at all. I just was like flight or fight. I'm just, getting the hell out of here and they were just like oh my god you know and but the crazy the worst part is that nobody else saw it quinn didn't see it they didn't see it it just me so i probably looked like a crazy person because it didn't even spray it didn't spray i must how do you know how do i know how how do you know that it wasn't just a black cat that had walked under a freshly painted (laughs) fence or something (laughs) And got that white stripe across its back. How do you know, Daniel? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I don't know. Isn't that a Looney Tunes? Yeah, cartoon? the Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, and he yeah. thinks that. Yeah, he thinks he's yeah gonna romance in love with her. A cat. That's yep. a skunk. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I hate skunks too. I'm. I. I would. I would. I would run from that skunk like it was a jet ski. If that were me. <laughs> I I don't like skunks. I can handle bears. Speaking of bears, I'm 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 83% confident that I was walking towards a bear yesterday morning and oh. I turned around before I found out for sure. Ah, good good idea. You yeah. got you got big bears out there. <laughs> we do. And we have a whole bunch in town right now, which is kind of uncommon to have like more than one at once like right in the center of town. Do you have any? Not right in the center, but like in town. Yeah. 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 Oh, is there like a gay pride event going on or something? Or? Is this a South Park reference? Um, Bears. No. Never mind. I was making a bear joke. But what's that got to do with gay people, Daniel? Bears. Now you got to explain that to me. You don't know what a bear is? Uh, you, would be, you would be a bear if you were gay. Oh, okay. Like just a big burly gay man? Yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes, I would be if I were gay. <laughs> I would definitely be a bear. Um <laughs> No, I went out to like it's still hot as fuck here. Yeah. Like like crazy hot. Yeah. Um So I've been trying to 
to walk when it's cooler out so that I don't have to do it when it's hot as balls or come home and ride my stationary bike because I much prefer walking. And since I got this stupid Apple watch a couple months ago, I'm obsessed with making sure that all my rings get closed. Like rings? Like I, I don't. Uh, yeah. So it's got these activity rings. Like by default, one of them is calories burned in a day. One of them is literally if you stand 12 times a day, it closes the ring. So that one's not difficult. But the other one is, um, and you can adjust these times, but I just have always used the default ones. The other one is 30 minutes worth of 30 minute workout. It doesn't got to be all at once. And like you can trick it if you really want to. But so really what I try to do is walk and I try to do it closer to an hour. And, um, sometimes it's tough to do it all at once, especially if I'm working and I have the kids that day. So at work, I'll go out when I get a few minutes and and walk this big circle around the the high school and then back to my work. It's about three quarters of a mile total. Okay. And it takes, takes about 10 minutes. So if I can do that three or four times a day, then... I have a pretty good jump on closing that ring. Yeah. And if I can do it early in the morning before it gets hot, even better. So yesterday, and I knew that there had been bears reported in town, but I didn't think they were in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, because the street I work on is, uh, it's got um, <clears throat> like Northwest, like 915 something, something Northwest. And this bear was on the Southwest part of town. And I didn't even really think much of it but anyway so i'm walking down this road and off in the distance i see something big and dark in the middle of the road and i'm thinking did somebody like push their garbage can way out in the center of the road <laughs> and then i kind of thought i could see it moving it's still dark at 5 15 right now in um, the morning yeah 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 i don't know man then it hit me like wait a minute the way the directions work down there would actually be considered the southwest part of town. <laughs> so I don't know that I, that really matters. Bears wander all yeah, over. Yeah, no, the it, place, it, really. it it doesn't. And it was, you know, there's not like street lights down there, and it was dark. And out of an abundance of caution, I turned around. I think that is anyway the correct move. Yeah. So a few a few hours later on Facebook, the mayor puts on a thing, and he puts. He, he he puts this map of where they're going to set the bear trap at. And it was right there where I, <laughs> where I saw that thing. Yeah. So okay. I don't know that I saw, I don't know that it was a bear. I don't know that it wasn't a bear. I went back out there a couple hours later and it was light and there was nothing in the road that, that was big and dark. So you, you saw, I don't it. know, man, that was the bear. You saw the bear, but it, you know, I used to go hiking all the time and bears didn't, scare me maybe it's difference between being light and dark like mm, maybe when it's light out and you know i don't really carry a gun at work so and when i would go out hiking in the woods i would just because it makes sense mm-hmm. in montana and yeah. when i'm just at work i you know well i can't a it's against company policy and b it's just you know right be uncomfortable and not practical so yeah Anyway, I turned around. I was bear aware, and we'll see. But they're all like, you know, they're trying to get food for hibernation, and right. 
Um, so they're a bit more active sense. right now because of that. Yeah, yeah, and they seem to have the. I think you know, there's there's actually a big debate on it, and of course it gets political. But but some people, the theory is that there's just too many bears right now because of reintroducing grizzlies to the habitat and making it such a, a huge offense to to kill them. And there's not a whole lot of tags that are released to hunt bear. Yeah. Anyway. There's more and more of them, so they have to come closer and closer to town for them to get enough food to right. sustain themselves for hibernation. Right. Which I guess in theory makes sense, um, but I don't, you know. And I don't. I don't think the solution is to just kill all the bears. I don't. I don't really have a solution, but I don't know. Maybe they should set up like a huckleberry shack right on the edge of the mountains. Right at the bottom of the Rocky Mountain front, so they can just come there and get all their berries and, and stuff <laughs> in one spot, and then they can go hibernate. That is a that is a political debate that seems to always be going on in Montana about uh, conservation of animals. Um, yeah, like bears, wolves. Wolves. Are, wolves are a big topic of debate out there, and well, and I get it. I get both sides of it. Like, yeah, um, I don't hunt. I don't have any real issue with people that, that do hunt, but I, I'm not somebody that thinks you should go out and kill something just for the thrill of killing it. Like I, I don't agree with that at all on a wholesale level. I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm not going to like protest, whatever. Um, I prefer you at least, you know, eat the meat or, or, or do something useful with it. Yeah. But, um, I'm, I'm that way about a lot of issues. If I'm being honest, I have a preference, but I'm not going to like hate somebody else for, for doing their preference. But That's I, kind of the living let. I've always gotten the impression that people in Montana, especially in places like Montana, hunt and then they that's their food for the winter. And they have big freezers Whoa. and they keep that all frozen and They're, use that. Uh, yeah, I, I would say the vast majority of the people that hunt in Montana do it in, in that manner. Right. Um, they, they do, you know, use use the meat but there's there's without question like this like they also want trophies and if they can get both at the same time then they're you know that's great and i guess wolves and bears do people eat so the thing with with bears and wolves um like bear meat isn't great right and i don't even know if anybody eats wolf meat Right. But bears are more, it's more of a, an issue with, with, well, civilians now at this point yeah. with bears. But the wolves, it's really more of an issue with ranchers. Because the wolves will come and, yeah, haul off their livestock. Yeah. So I, I, I get that. And um, when they reintroduced wolves into the wild in Montana, I don't think anybody expected them to multiply nearly as quick as they did. But they have. And now it's kind of out of control. Yeah. Um. So it's it's not illegal to kill wolves anymore. In fact, you can kill as many as you want, I think. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. But people do it just for pelts all the time. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I don't have the answer to do it the right way. Like, like, I don't think we need to wipe out these species of animals altogether. But we do have to function as a society and and in these small areas. Like, a lot of kids walk to school and when you got bears that are right around the school and other areas and wolves and coyotes and mountain lions, 
it's part of living in this this area. You got to be aware of those things, but um, making it difficult to you know to control it because the the natural way for years of of keeping those numbers down was just to be able to hunt them in particular bears. But then they got overhunted, just like everything. That's why there's very few bison left. Right. Um, you know, they just got mass killed for, for all kinds of reasons, not just their meat, and you end up where you are. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm, we always get off on these these, <laughs> these fun little tangents, so now, now any local people are going to hate me. But I just... I think it's stupid that it has to become a political issue. Like they're both all sides are like all or nothing. You can't, can't do anything. There's no middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why can't we, why? I mean, is it, I get that it's dangerous to put feeding stations out because they won't live, learn how to live in the wild on their own. But if you don't, they're just going to come into town and eat out of garbage cans and, and, and other things anyway. So people, uh, yeah. These animals are scavengers. Like they're not completely hunters. They 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 sometimes will scavenge if if they need to. Um. So yeah. that's you know that's what happens. And they like you said, if if they're desperate enough, they'll go through your trash or whatever. So or they'll yeah. hunt your cats or little dogs. You know and. And little by little, the the amount of wilderness. There's still a vast amount in Montana, but it's it gets smaller and smaller all the time. Right, exactly. These these uber rich people, yeah, uber rich people coming in and just buying huge yeah. plots of land for themselves yeah. or developing land, like John Mayer, <laughs> and and uh, you know, like kind of like the the show Yellowstone. That it's not to that extreme here, but there are big places that do want to, you know make montana into a, a destination area they so. do yeah well that's why it's so yeah. friggin' expensive to to fly out there it's expensive to do anything in some areas it's not too bad here where we're at yet yeah. but houses are way more expensive than they used to be yeah um i was gonna ask because you talked about having a campfire yeah do, do do they ever put restrictions on on that there like right now you can't have any open flames or anything like that because of wildfire danger? Yeah. Um, not really. Uh, they, no, I, not that I know of. They, maybe it's happened, but usually our restrictions are like this summer we had a restriction where you couldn't water your lawn and people were still doing it. I didn't do it. My lawn looked like crap until the last week or so when we finally got, a good amount of rain but um <clears throat> but as far as like not building a fire i don't think so i don't think that's been a thing like we have the there's sometimes when i i have two ways to go to work and there's one way i could go that i don't always take but when i do i pass by this uh um uh, oh, what is it called? They have Smokey the Bear out front. What is that agency? Like a forest ranger station? Yeah, I guess it's. I, I guess it's. It's, a forest it's the national National Forest Service. Okay, thank you. National Forest Service mm. building, and they have Smokey the Bear, and he's got a thing. You know, fire like danger, low, moderate, high. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but 
even when it was really dry this summer, our fire danger was still never went above moderate. So we just don't have that same problem here. Like we don't really have forest fires yet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there, but not yet. Well, I hope you don't. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah. I had a hard time. We've actually had a... Go ahead. I was going to say, we haven't had a whole... We haven't had a terrible fire year like we have the last five or six years, but Mm. it could still happen. It's been super dry here. That's why we had to trudge through the mud, because it was so dry. And it had rained the night before when we went camping, so I had a hell of a time starting the fire. I... Just the the wood was moist on the inside, so like it would it would light on the outside, but then when it would get to the middle, you could see like water boiling. Once I finally got it going, you could yeah. see the water boiling out of the wood, just escaping the yeah. wood. So before I could really get it going, it would just the fire would reach the middle of the wood and it would just go out because it was so wet. Um, so finally I went to the, like, they had this like store that you can go to an office basically, right? They have the office there where you check in and they have a convenience store kind of thing. So I just said to the guy and I was like, listen, I'm usually really good at building fires, but I can't get this fire to light. And so he gave me this magic like pill. I don't know what it is. It's the size of a tennis ball. And it's like in a, it was, somebody had made it out of like an egg carton, like a, a, you know, a cardboard egg carton. And it had all this, all this uh, organic matter in, in it. And that just burned and burned for like a half an hour at the bottom of my fire. So the fire had no chance to go out. It was amazing. Yeah. It's like a like a fire log. It's just a really compact. Well, thing yeah. That, that I've know. used fire logs before. This was better than a fire log. I don't know what. Well, sure. It was amazing. I I it was I I should have asked the guy what that was because I need it next. It year. probably was just egg crates compacted down, mixed with like dryer lint or something. It was like compost in the middle of it. It was yeah. weird. Huh. Yeah. Do you, um do you have at your house you'd mentioned watering lawns. Yeah. Do you have a well a well that you water your lawn from or do you water right from like the same water like city water? City water. Yeah. Yeah, they um they actually restricted watering your lawns here too. Yeah. But but people with wells could still do it, then they asked people with wells to not do it because then other people that didn't have wells didn't know that they had wells, so they got mad and they would do it anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just I just have the city water. That's what I use. Um, well, Daniel, this, this these these conversations might not that be interesting to other people, so <laughs> I know, but they are to us. <laughs> they are to us. But so a couple exciting things happened this week as far as like entertainment things you and i like there's some new tv shows out i was just gonna say i wanted to talk about should we transition into that yes i want to talk about television okay okay 
do it. So there's been two big fantasy shows, right? Um, yes, I would say. That, that we've both yep. been watching. Um, the Amazon Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings show, and HBO House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones show. Correct. So, yeah. So what do, you, what do you think of them? You've watched... Um, I like... Have you watched all three episodes of House of Dragon now? The first three? Yeah. I have. Okay. I've, yeah, I've watched all three of those, and I've watched the Bo- two episodes of of uh, Rings of Power. Yep. So I'll start with the House of Dragon because that right. started first, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've I've really enjoyed it so far. I uh, I certainly noticed some differences between this and Game of Thrones, and I think it's dangerous to compare the two. Dylan and I were talking, and this seems it seems I don't, I don't know how to say this the right way. There's like less people in it. Um. Mm. Smaller in, general, in like scope. The world's, yeah, the world seems yeah. smaller. Yep. So far. And I don't know if that's just because we have eight seasons of Game of Thrones to look back on. But I think about to the first episode of Game of Thrones, and there were like lots of players that were introduced that, you know, were, were very vital. Like just between, um, you know, the, the King's Court coming to, to Westeros and the Starks and, and all that stuff. And so far, this is, you know, focused on just a handful of people, which I don't have any issue with. It just feels different. Um, but I like it. I like, I haven't read a whole lot of the reviews or the, the, the criticisms, but Me neither. Um, I I like the characters so far. I think King Viserys is, 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 is good. I think he does a good job acting. I think it's interesting how he seems like a legitimately good guy, but we all know the Targaryens turned to shit. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's beautiful, obviously. Like, it's breathtaking to watch. Yeah. The plot points so far are okay. Like, there's not a whole lot of treacherous stuff yet. Um, What's... And- who is the crab eater, dude? What I don't I don't know I don't think we know that yet. For what sure. was he? Or that it, he was from um, the Free Cities, so I don't know if he was Valyrian uh, from okay. Old Valyria or if he was just like a Bravos, Bravosi or what for sure. But you know he was definitely from the Free Cities. Okay, or at least all of his all of his crew was. You know, it looked like uh, Prince of Persia there for a minute. The way they were all dressed and their weapons and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So I think if you look back, like like to Game of Thrones, like that area has always kind of been at conflict between the pirates and the traders and and you know the 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 people from across the sea, the free cities and and um, Westeros. Like, there's always been some sort of conflict there. Of course, Game of Thrones is after this, so like wiping out the the crab guy didn't change that. It just switched parties apparently somewhere along the line. The dragons are very cool. Yeah, I like the dragons. I mean, dragons are um, always cool. So yeah, I am enjoying I like, that show. Good. I are you like critiquing it 
against Game of Thrones, or are you just enjoying it? No, I'm just enjoying it. Well, Game of Thrones... I know Game of Thrones went downhill the last couple seasons, but I still enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And this show has the intrigue, the political intrigue of the first few seasons of Game of Thrones that really made it um, stand out to me as more than just your typical fantasy fair. You know, it's not the good versus evil uh, battle, black and white, one side good, one side bad uh, thing that Lord of the Rings really is. Um, It's more nuanced than that. There's more going on. And I think it's like, as I've gotten older, I'm less interested in, you know, just the straight good versus evil stories i still love yeah lord of the rings it's still my go-to comfort food movie that i return to but like that's because it just does it so well with so much heart um it's just so freaking good anyway but this this show is good house of dragon is dragons right it's house of dragons is is good like I said, it just re- it really reminds me of of the early uh, Game of Thrones seasons. One thing that I will say is that it seems to be lacking some humor. Yes, and like it's lacking a, it's it's what it's really lacking is Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion Lannister, exactly. Yes, I agree. It it needs a character like that. Yes. That can cause, it does. Go ahead. No, I, I just agree. I, I, I agree. I think it desperately needs something like that to break up all the other stuff. Yeah, and even you know, like even and not just Tyrion. Like even even like Jamie Lannister, he would be witty and clever, right. and and wasn't all business all the time. It's all just so very serious here. Yes. And Renera will try to be a little bit funny and yeah. she does okay, but um she's a good yeah, character. She's she's good. I'm I'm absolutely rooting for her, which is also interesting because she's clearly a little bit power hungry herself to the point mm-hmm. you know the way she gets so uh upset when her dad remarries and has a son um yes oh that's the other thing the third episode starts two years after the fir- the second episode <laughs> and yes the, and that's not clear like that uh, I, yeah it kind of catches you off guard it's like oh wait they already have a two-year-old son together they just got married <laughs> what the hell yeah yeah, and she's pregnant, so... And she's pregnant again, right? Yeah. So apparently the next episode has an even bigger time skip, or maybe the one after that. Jesus. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, so that's my problem with both of these shows, as as prequels, is... Yeah. Uh, and Rings of Power kind of does the same thing. It feels like they know the history that led up to the shows that we are, the, sh- the stories that we already knew in Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all leading up to the 
opening scene of the Fellowship where they fight Sauron in that big battle, right? At yeah. the foot of yeah. Mount Doom. And then in yes. <clears throat> in um, game in Rings of Power, it's all leading up to the Mad King, right? And yeah, House of the Dragon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. In House of the Dragon, it's all leading up to the Mad King. Um, and the, I mean, and there the, would have to be. There would have to be. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, I know there's more, but like, it just feels like they have these landmarks that they know they have to hit and they're just trying to the benchmarks, right? They're just trying to hit them and, and check off those boxes. And they're in such a rush to do so. I feel like both of them are, um, but that's just me. Well, I mean, so in house of the dragon, they have 172 years to cover between the time of Viserys and, and, um, the Mad King, yeah. what was his name? Aegon. Aegon was his yeah. name. They all they all have seven. I mean, they all get named the same thing, so it's hard to keep track. So, in order for it to like time skip a lot, then you know we'd have to see two or three more generations before we get there. Um, I do know. I think I read after episode four, like there's four actors that are completely different because the time skip was so much oh. that they couldn't even use the same right. actors. So because they're older. Yeah. yeah, so um Alicent, Renera, um whatever Corliss's kids names are. Yeah. I think those are the four that, that change. In Rings of Power, it's the same concept concept, except it's you know, thousands of years between where they're at now and the battle at, at the foot of Mount Doom with Sauron. Yeah. yeah. But but the main players, you know, um Elrond, Galadriel, and Galadriel—they live that long, so and they don't like really age. Not that bad. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how how as somebody that is a huge Lord of the Rings fan, and you do know the lore through and through, how are you liking Rings of Power? I like it. it it's it's fine. I'm enjoying it well enough so far. I guess what I, my problem that I've had with it, like I, well, okay, so I already said one of my problems, but another problem that I have with it is, um, and this ties into it being in such a hurry to just hit all the benchmarks, is that I feel like the beginning of the movies, right, Fellowship, we spend a good like half an hour in the Shire just getting to know the hobbits and seeing Middle yeah. Earth sort of feeling a little bit at peace, right? It, it, normal. A little bit of yeah. life, n- normalcy of life. Um, yeah. So that that gives us a sense of, you know, when things go bad, it really shows us um, how bad bad things are it shows us the contrast and also yeah. gives us time to just care about those characters and 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 um you know empathize with them and, yeah. and fall in love with Sam and Frodo and um Gandalf and etc 
even Merry and Pippin, even the secondary characters. Yeah, even like, they're kind of sort of, you know, maybe best friends. Um, <laughs> at that time, at that point in their life, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this show just get. I mean, the first scene, right? Galadriel is is just <clears throat> climbing up this mountain, and she's going to see what's going she's focused. on. Like she's just she's all business. There is no, you know, there's no room for her to be a person other than just she wants revenge against Sauron and she wants to carry on her brother's mission um, after he dies. And that's all she is. And that's really all we know that she is at this point. The first episode so, ends, and she forsakes her immortality in the Undying Lands, and and chooses to continue this pursuit and this mission. And again, that's all she is. And the photo, the photo, the Hobbit characters, um, the Lightfoots or whatever they're called. Um, yeah. They, again, we don't really see much of them. Before the shit starts to get weird, um, which we got to talk about who that guy is, what that is. But anyway, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, the stranger, you mean? Or whatever you call him? Yeah, we'll get, so, we'll get um, to that. Um, I agree that it starts off like intense, and I almost wonder if it's going to like do do Galadriel like from this hell bent on revenge person to the point of where she was in Lord of the Rings, where she was pretty laid back and pretty chill, just looking in her, you know, mirror fountain and things like that. Like, so maybe it'll tell the story of, of how, how she changed. Cause clearly she doesn't find Sauron and defeat him. Right. right. We know that based yeah. on, on everything. Yeah. So I, I'm curious how they approach that. Um, but I agree, it does not have the same feel as when you first start watching um, The Fellowship of the Ring. And I wondered to myself if, if I feel that way because I had read the books like four or five times by then, and I was so familiar with it, mm. and I was just excited, and it was new, and it was fresh, and like it was the first DVD I ever owned, Um Man, I don't know. I, don't I didn't know. read Fellowship until after I saw the first movie. I, really? Yeah, yeah. I read them all before I saw Two Towers, but I did not. I hadn't okay. read Fellowship. I had read The Hobbit, but I had yeah. not read The Fellowship. And once I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, I need to okay. read this. <laughs> and it just grabbed me, you know, in a way that this show hasn't so you'd read the hobbit so maybe yeah. you weren't familiar with frodo but you were familiar with the bagginses and the shire and gandalf and yeah um you know that sort of thing but like i don't i also I couldn't think, tell you who any of these characters are. i could not i think nori is one of their names right yeah but i could I, yeah. I couldn't name any of the other characters except for the ones i already know yeah did you ever read the the Simmer Simmerillion? The Silmarillion, yeah, oh. yeah, I've read. Yeah, that. yes, that's see, and I don't I've, recommend I've, it to anybody listening. <laughs> no, I've actually never read it. 
Because, um, A, I knew it was just kind of a compilation that Tolkien's family had thrown together. Yeah. But I've heard that there's a lot of influence from that in The Rings of Power. So I don't even know if that's true or not. But I agree. I, I'm not nearly familiar with the half-folk or whatever they're called. I do think it's cool, like, to see... I'm just assuming that, you know, these are the hobbits and these are, be, they're doing their migration. So this is before they've settled down in the Shire. Right. So I think it's neat to, to kind of see that progression. Um, and, um, you know, you can see a different side where, whereas in the Shire, like they all <clears throat> pretend to have fellowship during these huge events and parties, but, but I don't know if the Lord of the Rings movies portray this very well, but the books certainly go into a lot of detail, right. the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, about how really they all like to just, they're pretty introverted at the end of the day. They don't right. like to go on adventures. They don't really like to gather with each other with the exception of these big festivals that are just expected. And, um, and when they do so get together, they just uh, talk about each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So to see them, see them in this more, you know, more, I hate to use the word, but, but more socialist type society. I think it's kind of cool. So I'm also curious to see what, what the progression is from, from getting to that point to, to being the opposite. And my guess is it's just settling down and gaining possessions and, and becoming selfish in that way, because the books also talk about how, and you see this with, with, with Bilbo, especially his stuff. I mean, obviously the ring, but, Mm-hmm. But he's proud of all the stuff in in his his Hobbit home, and um, you know he goes into great detail about right. leaving it all to Frodo and and not wanting to leave it behind, and how he's acquired it and he's earned it. So it's like this this thing where when any given race has to work together, they can. But once you get a little bit comfortable and you don't have to, then then you you know can become selfish and possessive, and that's when shit go south and and maybe i'm thinking of this at like a much higher level than it was ever intended i don't know but that's just kind of how i'm seeing it right now um so i, I yeah i find it interesting i like um you know the the humans in that one village you know i, I think that's a pretty cool storyline so far um that what? kid like i don't know if Who? he's like uh the, the, the hu- village the woman who's in love with the elf guy elf yeah 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 i guess and her kid like is 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 her <laughs> kid like like is sauron controlling him through that symbol on that i don't know like, yeah like yeah, what i don't know yeah i'm not really like big on the love story between the elf and the human that's not what i'm saying just like <clears throat> different different I, I feel like they're bringing these different plot lines together and at some point it'll pay off. But right now it does not have that warm, fuzzy feeling that I get from Lord of the Rings, but I like it better than the Hobbit movies. So I'll well, yeah, that. yes, but I guess that's, and just I think it, it has right? potential. It, that's just it. I don't feel like I care about any, any of these characters. I, I don't, I like, I don't. Okay. So this kid's getting can he's he's delving into some dark magic over here but why do i care about him i don't care about him i care that he's delving into dark magic because i know what the dark magic means but like it would be so much more interesting if i also was was already made to care about him 
Because as it is, I don't care about him. I don't. He could get. He could turn into worm tongue for all I care. But huh. I, what you know? I don't care. I don't care about him. And that's what I mean. Is that I feel like this show more than House of Dragons even is trying to. It's it's it is relying too hard on what we already know about nostalgia lord of the rings not nostalgia just our our um, well i I think there's something to that you know like our 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 knowledge our inherent knowledge of the story as we know it so i just so yeah the i agree the most the most interesting parts of it to me so far are um the it's the things I'm familiar with, like the Gladriel right. arc. Like I, I don't. It is odd to me how that's starting out, but I, I know it's Gladriel, and I know that she's going to be around. So like, yeah. something's going to happen. And Elrond, like the the part with Elrond and the um, Dwarven Prince, I forget his name. That's somehow that was the best part of the show so far. So yeah, me. that was that was that was fabulous. That yep. I mean, I really had that that um, Gimli Legolas. Yeah, feel to it. it like it was just that camaraderie that back and forth that and that hate admiration and you can see that's the beginning which you already kind of knew but you could that's the beginning of the it's setting up for the the big downfall between the dwarves and the elves and and one reason why they hate each other in lord of the rings um yeah but it's cool like like the wife like the way like that whole interaction is great it's great when it's all great yeah. i think well i think Elves and dwarves already don't like each other. Like you know, the way he was making fun well, yeah. of him in front of everybody else, putting it on a show, kind of trying to act like he yeah. wasn't friends with this elf. Like he, he's yeah, I I loved that Produc- scene. That I want more of Pro- that because that was it great. was the best so far. Yeah, production value is is fantastic. It's beautiful. Like yeah, it is. It is absolutely stunning to look at. Um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching more of it, both of them. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely check them out. Of the two, I I think I'm more interested in House of the Dragon right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like Rings of Power, and I am just I'm with you. I'm not familiar with with a lot of the plot lines and the characters, and therefore I'm not invested in them. Yeah, um, and maybe that's the difference between a a series and the movies, and maybe that's the difference between everything now just having to be so set piece and fast paced and, and like get things done now, like in the society that we live in. I don't know. Well, I mean, Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just frustrating because it's a TV show and they have a lot more time to play with. Um, unlike movies where they, they don't, but I, so I just feel like they could have taken a lot more time to let us get to know these characters before shit starts to go down. But speaking of shit going down, who is the guy that fell to the earth as a comet? Who do you think that is? So on Amazon Prime, if you pause it this is during an any given scene. Yeah. Yes. It... It shows the actor and the... And the character the, name. Yeah. Yeah. So for him, it just had the stranger. Yeah. So I have no idea. I 
that that part is intriguing to me. And Norby, Nori, or whatever, I do like her. I think that yes, um, Nori's good. I, I think they've done a they've done a pretty good job of setting her setting her up. Like yep, like we're getting to know her, and I think she's going to be in a, a pretty integrate part of the series. Um, I don't know, but. Like I can't tell like if he's just normal sized human or if he's like really a giant as they've they've alluded to, and you know he keeps scratching out those constellations. So is he from the heavens? Like there's nothing from Lord of the Rings that that leads me to believe that there was any any an uh, uh, astrological like form to it. So I don't really know, but I guess we're gonna find out. Well. So, I'll turn on my Lord of the Rings nerd hat for a second. Um, Gandalf, my theory is it's Gandalf. Because the the wizards, the Valar, um, no, the Valar sent them there. Who, what are the wizards called? I don't know. Um, Anyway, the the wizards were sent to Middle-earth. Um, this is true. Yes, to by these gods to um, stop the oncoming evil, basically. Um, from what I understand, um, Gandalf doesn't show up on Middle Earth until like a thousand years after this show is taking place. So, like, yeah, it's just. That's why I never really considered it to be Gandalf, because the timing just doesn't seem right. Yeah, but I think it's some kind of wizard, and I think it's Gandalf, because I th- okay. I think they are taking some liberties with their story. Um, well, it's not like Gandalf hasn't been reborn, so it could be an earlier form of Gandalf. Right, it could. Yeah, exactly. It could, it, it, different Mithran, Mithrandir. Um, Gandalf the dirty blonde and then Gandalf the gray and then Gandalf the white <laughs> but, I, mean, I don't know but what really cemented it probably uh, the dog's up just so you know I'm going to have to go in a minute but what really cemented it as probably being Gandalf in my opinion is when he talks to the Beatles at the end there yeah yeah but then they all died, right? All the beetles died, so I don't know. The fire, the fireflies. Yeah, the fireflies. Yeah, They'd yeah, that was weird. Because um, I didn't quite catch the meaning of that. Me neither. I don't know. But but I think we will yeah. at some point. Uh, I will watch. Maybe I don't know. More. Maybe the first couple episodes they were just trying to suck people in, and maybe they'll slow it down. Maybe I mean maybe they're they're feeling like they just. Because isn't this one like fifty million an episode? It's costing them or something like that. Well, the whole to make it's the whole first season, I guess, costs like seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. No, it was expensive. I don't know if that's counting the two hundred and fifty million they paid for the rights. Or yeah, I don't know either. But but that's yeah, it's an expensive production. Yeah. So I like the Gandalf theory. I think that's definitely potentially accurate. I uh, real quick. So I was reading. I was just, you know, skimming shit at work, and I came across this article that said um, something about. It was one of those stupid clickbait articles, but this these are the reasons why these ten characters never could have been in the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay. So of course I was intrigued, right? Yeah. 
and you click on it and the first one's Tom Bombadil and it, it does a good job of like uh, of describing who Tom Bombadil is and why he was important in the book. Because he would have completely triviali- get- trivialized the ring because he was immune to its power. But so there, the reason, yeah, I mean, it somewhat touched on some of those things, but then yeah. like, so the reason that he couldn't have been in the movies is because a, there was already a huge cast and the movie was already so already so long that it just would have cost a lot more time and money to have him in there. Right. And then it goes on to like Radagast and like all these other people. And it's the same fucking reason for each one. And I was so pissed at myself for reading through all of them. And I'm like, you, you, they could have literally said that for any character. You could leave any character out in your reasoning. Like, Oh, because it would have made the movie longer. Uh, well, no shit. Like, That's funny. But it was weird. Cause they did spend a lot of time like on the backstory of these people. So like, I don't know. Yeah. It was like one of those clickbaity articles that actually had some content. Uh huh. But at the end it was, it was still a shit article. Yeah. That's frustrating. And, you know, they didn't just have it all on one page. You had to flip through each one and fucking add pop-ups and all that nonsense. Yeah. It's, I did it. I can't. Re- it's equivalent oh. to the articles that have the, you know, the recipe, and you have to read five pages. Oh, God, that's of so stupid. Of a person's backstory before you just get to the recipe. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yes. I hate that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, that was fun. I, I appreciate you letting me nerd out about fantasy television. Yeah, likewise. I think they're both entertaining. I think The Witcher is coming back to Netflix this winter-ish. I think. I, uh, I thought I heard. I don't even think it's done filming yet. Oh, uh, okay. So it's next year. I heard to next year. Yeah, sometime next. I year. enjoy that show. I do too. I watched it. I've never watched it, but I watched it with Dylan in April when. Um, I left Alicia's house. Yeah. And it was really good. I liked it quite a bit. It is good. And then next year, we're going to have the Last of Us TV show, which is not fantasy, but I'm excited about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I hope it's good. I don't think HBO will do a terrible job on it. So. No. Hope not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's coming, and... I also like Yellowstone, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, season five. That. Last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 1883 was really good, though. That's a spinoff, right? season of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I liked it better. I liked it better than any of the epi- of the seasons of Yellowstone so far. What could one watch these shows on? I've never watched Yellowstone or 1883. Um... They're all on Paramount. Okay, I got Plus. that. I've got Paramount. Pro tip: if you if you're gonna get Paramount Plus, buy it through Amazon Prime because it works way better. Oh, in my in my experience, yeah, the the that um, app is just awful. So if you want to watch them for free, that's the way to do it. If you want to buy seasons, of course you can. If buy you already anywhere. have Paramount Plus, though, you can't sign in through Amazon Prime. If you already have no. logins, no. Jeez, that's ridiculous. I don't think you can. I hate their app. Their app is you, just terrible. Yeah, their app is terrible. So I deleted my or you know stopped my trial and deleted it and got it on Amazon Prime and it worked just fine. Ah, okay, it was weird. Um, Yellowstone season five, you won't be able to watch on Paramount Plus. You'll have to have 
a cable yeah. TV, you have to you have to watch it on cable. Sort of like stupid. Better Call Saul season six or whatever just aired. Is is that how that was too? Yeah, that's still not on Netflix. It, it, all the rest of them are on Netflix, and I'm sure the sixth season will be on there. But it's just you know it just ended, so it's not yet. Yeah. yeah, I'm all well, caught so up. So with with Yellowstone, <clears throat> with Yellowstone season four, even if you had Paramount Plus, you couldn't watch it. Right. You had to have a cable subscription. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. Okay, so I just bought it because it was twenty dollars for the season, and you got to watch it the day after. Right. But nice season. Season four wasn't that great. No, honestly. that's too bad. Well, hopefully season five is better. It happens. I hope so. All right. If not, there's plenty of other crap to watch. There's no doubt about that. We are spoiled when it comes to Seriously. entertainment and media. My gosh, remember to, like, how we it kids? used to be? My goodness, we can't do that. We're we're already old <coughs> enough. We we don't need to make no, ourselves no. sound even older by talking about. Oh, back in my day, you had to flip through the yeah, channels to find something to watch. He had to walk two miles to town uphill both ways just to rent a copy of Super Mario 3. When you got home, it had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game in it. <laughs> like, that shit was real. Now I get annoyed if I can't buy a classic Nintendo game online. It's like, why can't you do that yet, Nintendo? <laughs> Fucking morons. But hey, you got to get that, oh, well. you gotta get that uh, Switch Online thing. Yeah. 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 I don't. Yeah, I haven't tried for a while. I just remember there were games that they just would not release. No, for I know. whatever reason. They're still on their virtual store. That's still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, Disney does that with some of their movies. So I guess <clears throat> oh, I by the way, what is Disney Plus Day? Is that just a new thing that they made up just to <laughs> I don't sell know. more subscriptions? Because they're acting like, <laughs> oh, it's Disney Plus Day. I can't wait for yeah. Disney Plus Day. Every year, Disney Plus Day is so exciting. What are you talking about? This is like, it's like, it's, it's like, it is 1908 and the card companies just invented Valentine's Day. And it's like, wait, what the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of Disney Plus Day before. I don't think it's ever been a thing, but they're making it sound like it's been this annual tradition, like like Prime Day, right? For years. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you can watch Pinocchio that day. Yeah, sure. So they'll they'll let stuff out of out of the vault that you can watch that they normally don't. <clears throat> um, I know I know D twenty three is happening at the same time. Oh, okay. Which is like like Disney's Comic Con, so to speak. Yeah. I don't know how else to explain it. So they got that so, corporate synergy know. going on there, at least. Yeah, but th- but Disney Plus Day is a new thing. That's not been around. Yeah. That's not like this age-old tradition that you just can't miss. Yeah. But they're sure spinning it that way. They sure are. They sure are spinning it like like this is something they've always done. Yeah. 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 Anywho. And maybe, maybe Disney Plus is free for everybody that day. Fuck, I don't know. But I don't know. Well, I feel like you get Disney Plus for free with just about everything, so I don't know anybody that actually has to pay for it out of pocket. Maybe there are. I pay for it. I mean, I... I you do? Yeah, I, I got it. I got it very cheap at first, and then that cheapness ran out, but it's still not still not Netflix expensive, so... God, no, I canceled Netflix. I, That's just too much anymore. I'm ready to, but... Cold, when, cold. when The Witcher comes on... 
when the Witcher comes on, I'll get it back. There's just too many other options. Yeah. Um, I get Disney Plus with my Verizon phone plan. Okay. I get Disney and Hulu and some other stuff. Yeah. But I feel like there's lots of different ways to get it. Anyway, I mean, the more people that have it, the better. So that's great. It's, it's discounted on Disney Plus Day. I know that. So there you go. Well, good deal. <laughs> okay. I'd probably be cheaper to get a different phone plan and pay for that stuff individually, but I'm not smart enough to figure that out. Probably. All right, I got to take the dog out. All right, bye, Bogey. Bye, Daniel. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to our show. We didn't even introduce ourselves, but I don't think we need to. Who cares? People know what they're listening to. We don't need to introduce I'm Jeremy. I'm Daniel. I, I didn't do that close enough to the mic. I'm Daniel. I'm Batman. Um, and this is, of course, we have a podcast. Thanks for listening. See you, see you later. Check you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Okay, I'm stopping. Stop. Stop.